0: First Million Fathers March in Columbia. Beware when shopping online for textbooks. No free ride to an election day. And state act
1: Supreme Court to overturn voter ruling. We'll have details when we return. Miss Liz Morrow shares her fight with cancer later on in the show. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> this is a show for you
0: those bonnets on and get those mugs ready for this tea on Lincoln, Lincoln University for the Lincoln University
1: community. community this is a new podcast for the Lincoln University
0: community come on LUMO y'all need to get with this memo this is a new podcast for the LU community that is for the students by the students Two hood for the artsy kids and two
1: artsy for the hood kids
0: Family, closeness, honesty, and loyalty. All right, everybody. You are now tuning into the fifth episode of T and Bonnets. and yes. we are just so excited to, you know, be this far. We're gaining more and more listeners every yes. episode. So-, so
1: welcome back, LU students, faculty members, professors, alumni, Jeff City residents. Like my partner here said, we're so happy to see you guys. Just be back with us and just enjoy, you know, your two favorite T and Bonnet hosts here. The only 10 bonded hosts on campus. <laughs> oh, but you know. All right. So um, how you been doing, partner?
0: Um, I've been good. You know, got some papers due this week. Probably mm-hmm. not going to start, you know, the day of. Don't follow in my footsteps. <laughs> but um, it's going to be quality work. Don't worry about me and what I got going on okay, over here. Okay, okay. But um, yeah, yeah I've been good. I so been
1: you work good. better under stress? Yeah. Okay, got you, got you. (laughs) How have you
0: been in that freezing room?
1: Mm, I've been been fighting with my (laughs) teammates with this uh, thermostat. Um, You know, uh, I just think that people need to be a little bit more uh, mindful of other people's situations. You know, I am from Los Angeles. It's never snowing, never really dropping below 60 degrees. So um, I don't want to feel like I'm sleeping on a balcony just because (laughs) my bed is next to the window. So, you know, we definitely been kind of going back and forth with this thermostat. I mean, if it's 30 degrees outside at night, there should be no reason why the air is on. Now, if y'all want to play that game, we could turn it to 90. You know what I'm saying? You, get, you come out your room, you turn the thermostat down. I come out my room when you go in yours. I turn it back up. You know, we just do that all night if you need Sounds to. Sounds pretty to me. <laughs> Look, I'm just really not trying to get no pneumonia. See, I'm you know, I'm the type of
0: person, I'm kind of weird. I don't like my room too hot. I don't like it too, gold. too cold. Right. I need it at least. A cool 70 most definitely because I like to be wrapped in my cover
1: well I'm a real cool guy but if you play with my heat the room will be on 90 (laughs) so I'll just say that I play that game very well so guys it is breast cancer awareness month you know we had to acknowledge the month of October Happy Breast Cancer Awareness Month to to all all my fighters and survivors out there. We love you all. You are... So inspiring to every single one of us. And just your journey, just the fact that you are able to showcase your battle scars. I know it is not easy, but we love you all. From the grandmothers, to the moms, to the aunts, to the sisters, everyone. Um, October was specifically chosen in 1985 as the commemorative month to raise awareness for breast cancer, for those of you who aren't aware. Um, This is an annual international campaign organized. By major breast cancer charities, not only to increase awareness but to raise funds for research into treatments and cures.
0: And a little history about, you know, the ribbon and the pink ribbon itself. Um, the ribbon has been a universal symbol of awareness in support of cancer since 1979, and the pink ribbon itself came about because of Evelyn Lauder. And Alexander Penny had been working on breast cancer awareness promotions. They liked Charlotte Haley's idea, who is also a breast cancer survivor. All three women, all three women worked to conceptualize the pink ribbon in honor of breast cancer to raise awareness and support. And, you know, a little snippet, um, the ribbon actually started off as peach to get legislators to put more funding into finding you know cures for cancer and all that mm-hmm. so you know just a little friendly reminder my ladies especially my sisters just make sure y'all are going to your annual checkups and getting your mammograms done and also it is also very 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 beneficial to do self-examinations so you yourself know when something is off with your body and if you don't know how to conduct a self-examination we live in the world of internet and social mm-hmm. media, so it's not that hard to get on YouTube and Google to find out how to do one.
1: YouTube University, man, if you don't know, you got to get with it, Right. and I thank you for sharing that. I know my mom would really, really appreciate that. Um, Shout out to my mom being a breast cancer survivor twice. I know she's listening and I know it's going to warm her heart that we just have this energy today in our fifth episode. And with that being said, we're going to uh, acknowledge our guest who we'll be having a conversation with later on in the show. Miss Liz Morrow. And Miss Liz Morrow is going to go a little bit into her uh, fight with breast cancer and just talk about how it feels to be a... Now Survivor, inspiring other women. So please stay tuned for that, guys. All right, we're going to move over into our news now. So what you got for us, Malik? All right, so, Malik University... English professor Dr. Jesse Adolph recently attended a Million Fathers March event in Columbia. Adolph explained the event is an opportunity for fathers to show commitment to the educational lives of their children throughout the school year by escorting them to school on this day. My Clarion News reported that over 30 fathers attended the inaugural Million Fathers March that was held at Smithton Middle School where Adolph's twin boys are currently enrolled. Adolph was asked what the march meant to him where he responded with as a fatherless youth. The Million Father March holds a special place in my heart. The event encourages fathers to read to their children and establish a relationship with child educators. Unfortunately, dads are depicted as either stoic breadwinners or clueless parents in various forms of multimedia. This program shows fathers in a different light that's sweet i like that it's yes, very All beautiful right. so moving on for specifically my students, students right my students out there that's always trying to find discounts on how we get these books <laughs> i get it but be be alarmed the better business bureau of missouri warns against a company that has charged people for unwanted services ebookstore llc is a company that grants their customers access to electronic books KONU published an article last Tuesday describing how the BBB received several complaints from consumers against the company. These complaints have been listed on their website. In a written response, the online bookstore responded to the alleged negative reviews explaining that the consumer must deselect an already selected box in order to opt out of services. Michelle Gleba, of the BBB's Columbia branch explained that when a person submits a complaint against a business, the BBB will act as a neutral party between the business and the consumer to help resolve the complaint. The BBB reached out to the e-bookstore LLC company in September, but still awaits a response. Mm,
2: mm, mm,
1: mm. Wow. What you got for us, partner?
0: All right. So as we all know, um, voting season is approaching. So just a few things for, you know, Jefferson City, Missouri residents to, you know, be mindful of. JC buses won't provide free transportation on election days. The News Tribune states, over the years, residents have been asking for free Jeff Tran rides on the day that elections take place. Thursday, the Jefferson City Public Works and Planning Committee decided not to pursue the deal due to potential money loss and other hurdles they might face. Jeff City Transit Director Mark Mehert says if Jeff Tran provides free rides on election day they would lose $2,000 to $2,500 each day. This includes both fixed routed and handy wheels buses. The city didn't recommend the proposal due to the possible loss of revenue across multiple election days. One problem the city sees with this is the buses don't have stops at all voting precincts, and they don't operate the entire time the polls are open. Hmm. Then next we have up, which is has, which I feel like has been an ongoing battle since I've been um, here at Lincoln. Supreme Court is being asked to block voter ID ruling. According to the News Tribune, Jay Ashcroft and Attorney General Josh Hawley has been asked on behalf of the people that the Missouri Supreme Court to overturn this week's ruling by Cole County Senior Judge Richard Callahan in Missouri's new voter ID law. The state's lawyers have been asked, what is the effectiveness of Callahan's order? Initially, all you needed was your voter ID card, but last year in July, you also needed your state ID. It became a problem because it wasn't made clear to voters that it had to be a Missouri state ID and addresses on all forms of documentation had to be updated. The people believe this order goes against Missourians' right to vote, and even if the courts overturned this order, many lawmakers feel it would only cause more confusion during the November 6th elections. So that's what we have for the Those news. That was some
1: pretty serious, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's pr- some pretty serious information we had uh, yes. today. Um, but I, uh, I shout out Adolf for uh, mm-hmm. going to that. Of course, you know, he is a father of twins, you know, so he has to, you know, support that. And I think it's good that he's encouraging other fathers to yes, do that yes. as
0: well. That's, um, I've had Adolf before in the past, freshman mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And um, I won't say that's how he teaches all of his classes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um shining light on specifically black fatherhood mm-hmm. but i feel like um that's something that he speaks on a lot
1: something he's passionate about yeah. that's that's good um what do you think about the uh the online bookstore i mean that's it affects I know, like, us, I stopped like,
0: buying books sophomore year yeah but um i do think that's uh It's a scam. You know, college students are always um, looking. Of course, we're broke. Right. So when we do get a little bit of money and we know we need textbooks for a specific class in order to pass, of course, we're going to look for the best deals. Right. So it's just taking advantage of, um, I won't necessarily say weak-minded, but um, something that college students need. So you're taking advantage of.
1: Well, and anybody. I mean, it's related to us. That's why we talked about it, because we know college students always want to get the discounts on books, even if you buy them, because there's been a lot of books I ain't bought. I'm going to tell y'all that right now. But um, I think it's a little funny how the company, they're basically telling you, you know, um, that you have to deselect something that, a decision that we already made for you, (laughs) You ain't got to worry about making the transaction. We're going to make it for you. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of what the problem was. Like, people don't know that they have to deselect the service. Right. Which is, they don't find out till the money is being taken out of their account. And, right. I mean, yeah, it definitely does come off like a scam because it's not, you know, informative. And it's a little, it's definitely very, very misleading. Yes. Um, and then as far as the... The uh, transportation, you know, I just...
0: I just think that's um, another tactic that they're using to... um, Hinder us. Yeah. Because that
1: connected with the story, uh, the last story you read. I just think that um, if originally all you needed was the voter mm -hmm. ID card, like... Uh, you know why why do we have to why do we have to keep making right. more like making more people go through hurdles right. hoops for that or whatever but we'll we'll see what the judge decides and we'll right. see what happens but yeah that's coming up all right, so um one thing I will say. Uh, For more information on news like the Million Fathers March, be sure to check stories like that out on www.myclarionnews.com, which is Link University's newspaper, and go support our LU journalists. Show them some love for writing up these articles.
0: Yes. All right. All right. So next, we're about to get into these announcements. As you all know, midterms are quickly approaching. It is um, this Friday, October 19th. So students... Make sure, you know, you've been on your stuff these <laughs> past few weeks and everything. Don't try to go talk to your professor talking about, you know, can you butt my grade up to this when you know you ain't been in class for the last four weeks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, I've always heard a lot of people say midterms is kind of how you finish out the semester. Most so, definitely. I'm not a believer in that because I feel like midterms. And by the end of the semester, you can have a true turnaround because I know I've had a few times. So let that be a warning when your
1: grade is low.
0: Yes. So just remember midterms, grades are coming out Friday. So a lot of you will probably have a lot of tests or papers Mm -hmm. or assignments due Mm -hmm. throughout the week. So just stay on top of that. All right. So
1: November 6th elections. All right. We have a candidate form. And the reason why you need to know about this, this is for my L.U., students because this candidate form is being held on the Lincoln University's campus okay it's going to be on Thursday October 18th from 6:30 to 930. Okay, featuring candidates running from Missouri State District 6, Missouri House District 60, Cole County Associate Judge, and Cole County Prosecutor. This will be held right above the LU Calf. So after y'all done eating that greasy, no flavor <laughs> chicken, Go on up to the ball. You have no excuses. Okay. And the reason why this is important, guys, is because these people represent you mm-hmm. and the city that you live in, even if you stay on campus, you're still a part of the city. Mm-hmm. I know y'all be acting like y'all in a dome, right? <laughs> and every <laughs> everything in gym don't relate to folks, uh, you know, ain't applicable to everybody on the league university campus, but it is okay. Go check out these people that's representing you. Right. Okay. We don't have to make it so easy for these people to get. In office because you know, we have this attitude of it doesn't matter, like that makes it easy and that affects everyone. Yes, else. and okay. I know I've
0: heard a lot of people saying, especially within our political science class with Dr. Gossett, a lot of people have been wondering, Well, how do we know who to vote for? Yeah, and everything. This is the perfect opportunity exactly. to know who to vote for. So, you may
1: even see Dr. Gossett there. Yes. Shout out to her for bringing that spirit and just having people just encouraging them and influencing them to know why this is really, really important. So, of course, you know, we have some of the candidates include uh, Cotton Walker, Republican for associate judge. Miss um, Galen Carver, Democrat for associate judge. And then we also have a Locke Thomas, Republican for Cole County prosecutor. So go check out these folks, y'all. Um, they're going to be guests on our yes. campus. So, you know, if they're going to be making rules in our territory in our house we need to know who these people is exactly if you got a babysitter coming while you out with your hubby or wife at a restaurant and they're gonna be in your house of course you want to get to know who they are right Right. so let's get to it okay like again that is on thursday so please check that out and that is for the november 6 elections all right so moving on we have a uh, march for justice for Sharon Session. This is scheduled for Wednesday, October seventeenth, and it will be. It starts at eight a.m. very early morning. It will begin at the LU Quad and end at the Cole County Courthouse. Um, so you uh, guys um, check that out. Of course, if you're passionate about the case, what's going on? Um, just. It, I, I don't want this is a Wednesday so I don't want to say miss your classes but if this is something you're passionate about you feel like it's necessary then you know here's information yes. for that you know go check that out All right, so getting into it, October is
0: financial aid frenzy. And basically what that means, if you all haven't known, I want to say um, haven't known about a year ago, instead of financial aid being due the first of the year, they've switched it to you can start doing your financial aid October 1st. Mm -hmm. So October, Lincoln University's financial aid office on the dates of the 7th, the 14th, the 21st and the 28th will be hosting... um, financial aid frenzy at 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. in page library room 120 and basically what this is if you know you're the first person in your in your household to go to college if you have your parents don't really know how to do the financial aid or everything you have people here that are willing to help you do that that way when you come back in the fall you don't have to complain about financial aid being packed Mm -hmm. so I think it is very beneficial for everybody to go to to this and if you're wondering if you're a graduating senior and you're wondering well how do I apply for financial aid for grad school they will also be helping out with that as well mm. so We're going to be there. Right. So (laughs) you can't be like, financial aid office is packed. If you knew about this, you could have been had it done. Right, right, right. All right. So the next event that is coming up is a collaborative event with Lincoln University's sociology and English department. It is um, themed FACTS, an LU open mic experience hosted by... Professor Dr. Jesse Adolph and you know, if you're a dancer, singer, poet, if you, you know, rap, you come out to this and show your talent and okay. it will be Friday, October 19th at 6 p.m. Okay,
1: cool, cool. And also too, guys, uh, we have a lot of poets, uh, a lot of opportunities for poets this semester. I'm liking a lot. Um, remember, Miss Wilkerson of the Women's Resource Center has her poetry competition continuing uh, the following week of the 21st and stay tuned because there will be prizes given out. Let's get into the sports. Our LU Blue Tigers, their
0: um, record is now two and five. Mm -hmm. Saturday, yesterday, they played Truman State. It was an away game and then it was um, unfortunately a loss, um, 20 to 13, but you know what? At least we getting some points on the board because I know it was a game last year. It was like 90 to zero and I don't know We're just not going to get into that. But (laughs) next Saturday is another away game at William Jewell in Liberty, Missouri. And that game will be at 12 p.m. Yes, go support our Blue Tigers. All right. All right. So the hot tea on campus. What the students are talking about. Right. So as you all know, our homecoming has just passed. And for anybody who is confused about who homecoming is for or what it is, homecoming has never and probably will never be for the students. Homecoming is for the alumni to come back to experience their once beloved university to see how much things have changed, Mm -hmm, how mm -hmm. much has stayed the same. So,
1: Well, I will say as far as them coming back for the students, it's an opportunity for them to network Mm -hmm. and maybe hear how things were different, how things can change, get back to whatever, but network and communicate with the alumni. Yes.
0: Yes. So So um, over the course of the week, we have heard, you know, some things about the alumni possibly not coming back for Mm -hmm. next year's homecoming, which Mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, sad. Like I stated, homecoming is really for them to Mm -hmm. come back to their university, hence the name homecoming. Right. Right. So um, there were definitely some things I felt like could be changed. Why, and I can see why the alumni would feel like, you know, they don't want to come back and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you asking them to donate. And then on top of that, you asking them to pay for events that they should be able to get into yeah, for we, free.
1: We definitely noticed some things, even being here as students still, that um, we didn't necessarily like or didn't think was necessarily fair. But, uh, yeah, I think from a homecoming perspective, from the alumni perspective, it was more so like, you know, um, this should be catered to us a little bit more. And I think that's oftentimes a question, like are the alumni being catered to? Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's, from what I heard from one uh, alumnus, um, you asked me to donate, but then you're still gonna charge me for these parties, right? <laughs> you know? so it's like, oh, you are not gonna donate? Okay, well, we still gonna get the money <laughs> charging you right, right. for this right. event or whatever. So, you know, we Lincoln definitely has some work to do with that. But I mean, uh, me and Kay, we homecoming was cool. Yeah. Um, one thing that we. Uh, feel like could have been worked out better just off the back maybe was just the um the communication as far as the concert party yeah you know, a lot of people were waiting on you know the artists and, and they didn't you know let some
0: students tell it that
1: was communicated right right I don't think it was communicated effectively right most definitely and if the students didn't know I'm the alumni definitely didn't right. know um but I will say what what, what events do you think that they enjoyed?
0: I will say for me I know personally alumni usually doesn't get to campus till about Wednesday, mm-hmm, Thursday. Mm-hmm. They usually come for coronation mm-hmm. and everything. So I could say, um, I don't know, honestly, cause I'm not an alumni yet, so I can't speak on what I don't know, but um, I could definitely say, you know, make things more centered around
1: them. So, I mean, Social media has been hot with reviews. I mean, it's just proving that they didn't enjoy themselves like how they thought. Yeah. All right. So
0: this is from one alumnus. Um, She posted on Facebook and she said, don't get me wrong. I love my HBCU, but last night at the step show was pure foolery. I'm still confused at how unorganized stuff was. Shaking my head. If you missed this year's homecoming, you ain't missed out on much. I ain't lying. I should have kept my butt at home. Wow. That's, that's kind of sad. It who, is.
1: Who does the homecoming events? Um... And right now, they probably hide. Like, you know,
0: right? <laughs> um, I feel like it's a collaborative effort from both CAB and uh-huh. staff and uh-huh. administration. I just want to say, when it comes to technical stuff mm-hmm. with the step show, and just events, period. Right. That needs to get better because it ain't no way we should be seeing your internet history while we waiting for the next person to
1: get oh, up. Oh, yeah, all these tabs going <laughs> up. What you, you watching know. on Netflix. Keep the curtains closed. You yeah. can see what's on your screen right. up there before you put it on display in front of the whole right. Lincoln University community. Like Keep the tabs closed. We don't need to know that you trying to choose if you want to use Google Chrome or everybody's <laughs> to see if the video can I just want
0: to say um, to alumni, this was the first year for me that I've actually interacted with a lot of you. Mm -hmm. And if any of you are listening, um, just don't let this year's homecoming deter you from coming back home. You know? Yeah. Because y'all definitely was kicking it on the quad. I did When we came up and pulled up, I'm like, this is where we should have been instead
1: See, of the party. And I was a little concerned about that because it seems like they were kicking it a little too much on the quad. Like, they didn't have much to do. I did hear about some events being canceled. Mm. People were angry about that. So, I don't know. It just kind of seemed like they had to make their own fun. Yeah. You know? And usually in the country, this is what people have to do. They got to right. make their own. Right.
0: They own, own All right. Fun. So, um... Some more news about homecoming. Some step show chaos. It um, is alleged that um, at least between the fraternities that it was some um, some body shouldn't have won. And of course, mm-hmm. we all know the Kappas won the step show. Shout so, out to the Kappas yes. for winning.
1: Shout out to the Deltas for winning. Yes.
0: Um, and a lot of people felt like the Alpha should have won. I'm gonna say everybody that got up on that stage did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I agree. I Videos mean. were good. Everything was really good. The step show was beautiful. Like I said, when it comes to technicalities, we definitely need to get better with that. Yes. But um performance-wise, everybody did an amazing job. But I'm going to say fraternity-wise, Alpha's better was Alpha's video was definitely, you know, better than the Kappas. But when it comes down to precision Mm -hmm. and everybody being on one beat. Formation. Yeah. I think the Kappas um, definitely
1: had that. I think they blew it out the park with them canes. Yeah. You know, and that was kind of the theme of their thing too. Baseball, kind of. Yeah. Softball, whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the media team, for sure, in Richardson, um, I'm going to tell you, if I have a little production that I'm putting on, Baby, that don't that do roll. Like y'all right. not gonna be on Beyoncé's team doing stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you get in fire. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like no, she's not she not doing that. And I think for everyone, that's what kind of even the playing field for everyone to have a fair chance. Like everyone, like everyone's performance included the media team's tabs Mm -hmm. that was up and what they desktop (laughs) screen looked like. Like, and that shouldn't have been in there, but it was. Um, so they got to do a better job at that. I know, um, they do their best, but you know, sometimes your best got to be bumped up a little bit more. It's not enough. Um, but I will say as far as, you know, um, the alphas, um, I think that they should learn from this, and more so just take it don't be discouraged mm-hmm. you know y'all um, did a good job y'all did, did a, a very, very good, good job. job your your video was was very very good surprisingly and I think uh, it actually was a little bit better than the Kappa's because the Kappa's video to me kind of looked like it one was of just them, funny. It looked like one of them YouTube series <laughs> that start, you know, you know, Atlanta, you be having all these audio series popping off. You know, it was cool. I'm saying. Oh but the thing is, like the, the Alpha's video to me was way better. Mm-hmm. But as far as. That's everything behind the scenes. That's everything leading up to Mm -hmm. the actual performance that day live on stage. And to me, the Kappas blew it out the park. Like, they were smooth. Mm -hmm. You had a man blindfolded, twirling that cane. I kinda heard somebody in the back saying he could see. Oh yeah, he probably could through that band down. <laughs> you know, but you know, it, it just it just came up. That's performance. Yeah. yeah. You gotta fake it till you make it. And that's what they did. And I and I, I think they definitely did good. Yeah, they did good, and I think they deserved. To I win. definitely feel like the
0: past years would have been a little bit different. Right. We're not gonna get into that. But right. I definitely think th- I definitely think this year was fair playing ground mm-hmm. and cap is good cap yeah. at that and
1: I mean as far as the alpha's being discouraged and it getting around I don't know if this is them talking or other people just making assumptions that maybe they don't want to perform mm-hmm. you know cause this is all rumor we don't know but I, we have heard it a lot um, and you know them possibly there was a post that was put up by one and it was insinuating that we did not perform you know anymore. that's what people were getting from and then I'm just like you guys are men you know learn from what you gotta learn from and And just just, do better next time exactly you know and you you know just yeah do better next time that's all i gotta say about that one all right we'll be back after a quick message for all my ladies in the business of looking beautiful and staying beautiful stay tuned
2: hey lu it's your girl danny some people call me dolly i am the owner of dolly xo as some of you may already know, my company specializes in lashes, lipsticks, and luxurious bundles. Our bundle deals start at $180 for any length up to 26-inch. Yes, $180 for three bundles any length up to 26-inch. You can check us out at our website at dollyxo.bigcartel.com. IG is shop Again, Shop Dolly XO is the IG. Website is dollyxo.bigcartel.com. Don't forget to check us out every Tuesday because every Tuesday we do $2 last Tuesdays. So come see me, check it out, follow my social medias, and stay tuned. Mwah! XO.
1: All right, listeners, thank you for sticking with us. We are moving into our special guest that we talked about at the top of the hour miss Liz Morrow yes she works
0: in the university's registrar's office dealing with graduation and making sure
1: everybody is on track with credits and gen eds and everything have been met so let's give her a warm welcome I know you have a lot on your plate working for the main office of Lincoln University (laughs) yes I know homecoming was intense so we just, once again, thank you for just giving us your time yes. and talking to us. And we want this to be as natural as possible. And we want you to feel comfortable. What we are going to get into, for one, for one, before I go into it, um, happy uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes. Thank you, you. And to all our survivors out there. Um, and just anyone, you know, who is with the breast cancer movement. How does it feel to be a part of the movement now?
3: Um, it's different because in the past, I've just been a supporter. Mm-hmm. But now that um, I'm a fighter, I'm right. always be a fighter right. and uh, I'm a survivor. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah, right there is, is worth the mentioning. Yes, for,
1: definitely. How long have you been working at Lincoln University and been the university's registrar?
3: I became the university's registrar in July 2007. Okay. And I've been working in that position um, plus other positions Um simultaneously okay
1: how does it feel to be in this month this month that is dedicated to you it's been around for a while now yes
3: um I can say it's different Mm -hmm. um from from the standpoint that I'm at now Mm -hmm. after being diagnosed uh in December Mm -hmm. um and with me sharing this journey live Mm -hmm i um, highly sought after, believe <laughs> <We'll> it or <laughs> not. Okay, or should I say locally,
2: right, even yeah. though it's
3: locally now or locally and in the state of Missouri and as far as Illinois, mm-hmm. um, this month I'm, I'm, I'm spreading myself very, very thin, right, so right. I have to constantly... Um, do what's required and go home and rest.
1: Right, right, most definitely. It's beautiful, though, because even though you are spreading yourself very thin, you are continuing to make an impact and now more of a bigger impact to more people now, you know. So we thank you for that, of course, because it's almost like you're doing it all now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is. But you know what? It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure, and it brings me joy to educate and to assist in any way I possibly can
1: well thank you and yes. we thank you just seeing your passion yes of yes. course we
3: love you Miss Lee of, oh. course, of course I love you guys too <laughs> or should I say I love you more right. <laughs> you know all the Cali people we love love you yes <laughs> yes
2: yes
1: so I wanted to just point out to uh, for our listeners that uh, your energy and your spirit just in this moment right now is just phenomenal because you did get uh, news Thursday that you uh, lost one of your breast cancer sisters. And um, how is, can you go into that?
3: Um, to be um, even more detailed, This was uh, my biological sister, on my dad's side, um, which she had a different form of cancer. Initially Mm -hmm. we knew, um, I knew she had um, cancer in the bones, Mm -hmm. but she had been getting treatment for that. But I learned also that on Thursday that she had breast cancer Mm -hmm. in addition to the other form of cancers that she was dealing with, but she did not want to share it with me Because she was diagnosed with breast cancer around the same time my fight began. Mm. So, yes. So it's more intense and more detail. And then the fact that she didn't share it with me. So all of that. mm -hmm. And then for her to, you know, to lose the fight. But I honor her. I honor my sister in that. We
1: uh, we just passed the week where uh, people are acknowledging mental health in our community. (laughs) And I think that ties into the fact that sometimes we go through different things, but we don't necessarily express it uh, within, you know, the African-American community. Exactly. Especially with our brothers and sisters, like, you know, uh, people we are really related to. Exactly. Um, you know, so I think that that's um, important. You know, because it has an impact on people that really, really love you and care about you. And uh, you never know who's really going to understand.
3: Exactly. Right. You never know.
1: So
0: my question for you, Miss Liz, as a black woman, how important is it for you to preach to your other black sisters? How important it is to get regular checkups, make sure you're talking to your doctor, because even for me Um, It's been a lot of things coming out about how a lot of doctors don't take black women seriously when it comes to symptoms and stuff. So for from your fight and being a survivor, how would you say um, how important it is for black women to
3: express that no matter what? Um, Like I've said numerous times early detection is the best detection. Mm -hmm. And also we have to take matters in our own hands. Mm -hmm. We have to do self-examinations and self-checks. However, that still wouldn't, I wouldn't have benefited from that because Mm -hmm. of the simple fact that I had a self-examination with my yearly exam checkup with my Mm -hmm. um, gynecologist and both of us, neither one of us felt anything. And I was amazed as to how I had breast cancer, but yet I had no symptoms and no signs. And the only way to detect the breast cancer that I had was to have gone to the doctor to have a mammogram, to go back, have the 3D mammogram, have the ultrasound, have the, and have the biopsy. Mm -hmm. So all of that is what it took for me to be diagnosed because as you guys know, um, eat right, yeah. healthy, mm-hmm. right. work out, you know, right. try to do everything right. But yet I still had that diagnosis. So it doesn't matter um, age. It doesn't matter weight. It doesn't matter color, nationality. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't um, discriminate. Exactly. Right. Right. Thank you. Right.
1: And you being someone that comes off very healthy <laughs> and, you know, very self-aware of your health and <laughs> all of that, you know, how did that feel to be diagnosed
3: I was devastated. I mean, I was literally in denial like
1: me? Yeah,
3: yeah. There's no way. You're. Are you sure? You right, know. Right, right. I
0: remember over Christmas break last year, and I seen you posting. I just sent my phone down. I was like, not Miss Liz. Yeah. Like, exactly. I, see sh- I I always see her at the gym and everything. I said, this can't be right. And then right. I seen multiple posts and everything. And I was, I remember just like praying for you. Thank and, you. you know, just being strong through it because I know how it is to lose somebody to cancer, mm-hmm. and I just know how valuable you are and how loved you are in the Lincoln University community. So I know a lot of people, students, faculty, alumni were really shocked
3: by that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, my diagnosis affected everyone. And when I say that, you know, um, I say, of course, you know, you want to say family,
2: mm-hmm. friends,
3: um But with the Lincoln University family, I almost want to say that I fought hardest, the hardest for you all, for Mm -hmm. the students. And it's just because, you know, you have to lead by example. If I'm going around saying, okay, okay, you didn't pass that test, you need to study and pass the other test. Or, okay, well, if I find you, I call myself, I consider myself as a problem solver. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you guys come with the issue, even though if I don't have the answer, I try to find the problem right. to the answer, to, you know, be a part of the solution. Yeah.
1: And so. that's why we're so fortunate to have you here today, because I know with that loss, you know, with that being your, you know, real sister, like, I, I you know, people need weeks, months. You know, it, it takes, you know, time. Mm-hmm. So you are very strong. And I want the students, our listeners to understand, like. You may be tired. You may not want to go to the 8 o'clock or, you know, whatever the case may be, but you got to do it. You exactly.
3: Know? You got to do it for
1: your family, exactly. you know, for people that are looking up to you. you exactly. Know? So it, it definitely, definitely counts. So once again, we thank you so much <laughs> for being here.
3: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just have to show people, you know, transparency at its best. Right, <laughs> you right, know, right. it's like hearing that news, man. Yeah. You know, it knocked me down. But at the same time, it uh, allowed me to say, hey, now I have to fight even harder. You know, my my fight is more intense now, you know.
0: Yeah. So what made you want to do your journey publicly instead of privately?
3: Um, I was in the doctor's office and um, I was on the phone with my best friend. Of course, we were crying. My mother was there and my doctor, which is also my friend, Mm -hmm. was there. Just something just. Overcame. I just had something to just overcome me and say, hey, you need to go live with this. And I looked at my doctor. I said, cancer, you got the right one this time. (laughs) You got the right but the wrong one this time. Mm -hmm. I said, because I'm ready to tell the world. And I also had that mindset. You know how the little kids in the day. I'm telling on you or what have you. Mm -hmm. I said, cancer, I'm telling on you. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I'm going to go live. I'm going to show everyone. And the reason being is because you know, you hear people that have cancer, they have this diagnosis, but you never know what it looks like. I know I personally didn't know. I hear people say you ha- you know I have to go through chemo and radiation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what does that look like? Right, and I right, said, right. "Well, <laughs> I'm ready to go through it whatever I'm going through it I'm ready to show the world oh, wow. what that looks like that you know is so
2: courageous. And I threw myself
3: out there because <laughs> of the simple fact I never knew what could have happened right, you right. know I could have been on that um that chemo table and the chemo going in, I could have had any type of reaction or I could have mm-hmm. passed out. And here I am, my family and I being brave. I'm like, go live, you know, go live. And they're going live. They've gone live on me. Even when they give me the treatment and it knocked me out and I was mm-hmm. asleep and I was snoring. Yes, that was me <laughs> snoring guys. So, but yeah, you saw the transparency at its best. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that I was, think that's uh,
0: what I love most being able to just see your journey and how open you were about it. Um, Mm-hmm. and everything because I think when you know when it comes to any type of illness people feel like they need to hide it it's Exactly, like it comes in insecurity mm-hmm. yeah, or they're ashamed of it but I don't think a lot of people realize that there are numerous of people going through what you went through exactly mm-hmm. and it's best to share because it could be the motivation for somebody else to keep fighting
3: and that's what I learned um I decided that you know I need to take control of it it's like cancer you're not going to control me okay it's bad enough Miss Liz have cancer Mm -hmm. but cancer doesn't have Miss Liz so that's my mindset like okay (laughs) and then I also said I'm going to embrace it you know for a limited time only (laughs) for a limited time only you know I'm going to have to deal with it for the rest of my life but uh, I'm going to embrace it and I found that that helped me that helped me more by embracing it and just like okay so happens now what you figure it out. You deal yeah, with it. Yeah, you know, you yeah, accept it. You yeah. know, okay, so you're going to lose your hair. What you going to do? I'm going to rock it. Yeah. yeah. What else you going <laughs> you know,
2: right, to do? Rock the shortcut. short cut. Rock the short cut. Right, right. Play around with it. Right. You. you know, I had,
3: that's that's when I became Miss Bald, Miss Bold, Miss Beautiful. <laughs> yes, I just yes. came up with that. You know, when we were yeah. at that game, you know, they asked me to speak. And, you know, I was very emotional because right. it's my first time saying something. And then it was right after chemo. But I'm like, you know what? I'm bald, you know, literally, (laughs) I'm bald, I'm bald, you know, I'm bald for standing here and, you know, just going live with this journey. But you know, I'm also beautiful, and not necessarily yes. saying on the outside. You know, beauty is within. You Most know, definitely. so basically, Most beauty definitely. is in also an in eye of the beholder. Oh yeah, and people but, they, you
1: know, do, they they don't grasp that. Right. But, but like Indira said, I I am not my hair. Exactly. A soul that lives within. Like it's. I mean, it's it's so true, and I think that you taking control of it and understanding that for the time being I may you know if I in my mind I'm thinking maybe I look a little janky at
3: times <laughs> I did you know
1: like, <laughs> I'd rather be in control and look a little janky rather than be in the mentality of you know I'm not beautiful anymore and nothing is working in my favor. I'm not controlling this, but it's just like, hey, if I got to go, you know, I got to square up with cancer. Exactly. You know, we got
3: to get a little rough then we got to get a little rough. Exactly. And I still deal with that daily um, because although I went through it, Mm -hmm. um, most people say gracefully and what have you, without any pain, Mm -hmm. uh, without any of the medications. No, I bypassed all of that. I would tell my doctor, no, I'm not taking that just because you gave it to me. I'm not going to take is
1: so, and wh- why exactly, to, to women, wh- why do you want them to know that they have that
3: choice? Um, because you have to sit back, like, the type of person that I am, mm-hmm. I don't take medications. Mm-hmm. So, just because I have this diagnosis, you know, like, I have to take, there were times I had to take something to go with, the coincide with the chemo okay. or the treatment right. that okay. I'm currently under. But if they said, well... Here, this is if you lose your appetite. This is if your stomach is upset and this. I took, I went, I played a mind game Mm. with cancer. I'm like, okay, yes, I lost my appetite. So what are you gonna do? I'm gonna force myself to eat. Mm. How are you gonna force yourself to eat? If we're sitting at a table and we all have a meal, and especially if one of us is sharing the same meal, say for example, it's just pizza and salad. Um, Although I know I can't taste the pizza or the salad, I would ask you, hey, how does that pizza taste? And you'll say, oh, this pizza is good. I'll take the pizza and I'll start eating it and I'll fake it till I make it. I have done that so many times. I might not eat much, but I had to force myself to eat. And I would also go live on Facebook or put a post out there like, hey, I lost my appetite. Any suggestions? You know, mm-hmm. they'll say, try some broth or try this and try that. And I tried some of those things, but I had to find out what worked best for me. Yeah. And a lot of times I had to make my food look appetizing. There was mm-hmm. times when I was with my caregivers that I would make my food look so good. My caregiver was like, hey, I'm going to go and make me a baked <laughs> potato. You know, yeah. it's like a baked potato. And yeah. I'm like, well, let me put some. Let me put some butter on it. Let yeah. me put some sour cream.
1: Yeah.
3: Let me put a little onion chives or, you know, a little right, pepper. Right, Let me right, get a little right. flavor. Let me put a little broccoli on it. You know, yeah. I would make it a meal. Yeah. Even though I'll make that baked potato, and everybody know the size of a baked potato, I might only eat one-fourth of it. Oh, well. It worked. Wow. <laughs> and you know what?
1: We see it worked because you've always been pretty petite. Exactly. And you didn't look sickly, like, yeah. even throughout the whole thing. So that But a God,
3: amazing. to God be the glory. Yeah, yeah. I did. Um, one thing about it, going into it, I think I was, like, 10 pounds uh-huh. heavier, but it was muscle. Mm-hmm. So every time I would go and they would weigh me, every time I had chemo, I had to get on the scale. If I lose a pound, I said, that's just muscle. Regardless, if it's a negative, I'm going to find a positive mm-hmm. out of it regardless. So
2: oh
3: regardless. When I Regardless. And you guys know when I went live, when I cut my hair? Yeah, I remember that. It was emotional. Yeah. It was emotional for me because, you know, we grew up, um, you know, your hair is your glory. Mm-hmm. You know, women have to have hair. And even now in this day, hey, we rock natural hair. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm like, well, I'm natural. I'm natural. I had to cut off all the natural curls. But I'm like, oh, well. I am not my hair, yes, and yes. it will grow back.
0: It will, <laughs> and
3: it is growing yes. back. And it's curly. <laughs> so now you guys can see the real texture of it. You know, yeah. you saw it, the length, yeah. but um, they had already told me, like, hey, you got a good grade of hair. Now I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, you know now I know right, the right, grade. Right. I'm not necessarily saying it. it's good, but, you know, <laughs> it's a little curly. <laughs> that
1: is so beautiful. Oh, my God. No, I uh, I really really love that, and I just appreciate you encouraging young women because cancer now has become something where it's not even hitting people um, later on in their life. Exactly, like, it's, it's hitting really? women that are like you know. Wait a minute, like I'm going through this. I'm supposed to be beautiful. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to have my breasts. I'm supposed to have my hair. Mm-hmm. And it's um it's key for you to have that attitude, and your attitude radiated through your live mm-hmm. on Facebook and. I mean it it was a couple of times it brought tears to my eyes because I'm like this is this is it like it's the attitude they tell Mm -hmm. you it's the medication and the procedures and all this different type of stuff but you have to have that attitude Mm -hmm. you know because there's so many things that it's like you lose like you know like uh, the eyebrows sometimes your Mm -hmm. nails Mm -hmm. the hair your toenails oh man Mm
3: -hmm. I lost it all. I lost it all. But this is what I say. Hey, I'm just going to get a new set of nails. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a new set of toenails. I'm going to get a new look when it comes to my hair. Um, I'm going to get some new eyebrows, some Mm -hmm. new eyelashes, which I lost. And believe it or not, this hair came back with a vengeance on my face. Mm. I had to go get a, um, what do they call it? A... um, Yeah. Facial wax. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thank you. Chemo brain. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that um, that really kind of mess with me. Tried Mm -hmm. to mess with me mentally because you lose sight Mm -hmm. of things. Just like, for example, I might know your name and you guys know I know your name Mm -hmm. and I'll say, hey, um," and then I'll try to think of something I'll say. Hey, Callie, but you know, I yeah, know your name yeah, is Malik. You know what yeah, I mean? Those yeah. type of things. And I think I've always called you Miss Indy. Yeah. So, you know. You always call this Callie. Callie, Indy, right, right. Just, right. got a different tone to it. So we know you're talking <laughs> Malik, our Exact, Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's just like when I say, hey, son, hey, daughters, and right. everybody's around. I guess my voice project to that one daughter, that one son mm-hmm. to everyone turned their attention to me, but that one that know I'm speaking to them at that time, I'm generally looking at them mm-hmm. and saying, Hey, even though this daughter right here is looking at this yeah. son right here yeah. is looking when I say, Hey son, or Hey daughter. Monster, yeah. so, and I know my voice.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we do too. We do too. We definitely know it. But, um, I, I, I wanted to, I, I love the energy and I love the pace and w- where this is going. Um, I really wanted to, more of your emotion, if you don't mind. Okay. You know, just a little okay. bit more of like, okay. you know, kind of during the the process, like, because, of course, you are very strong. Um, But what were some of those moments where, like, you can really connect with some of the people that are going through this and they're just like, they don't know you know how to get through it you know they don't know maybe to look towards God or you know what what is
3: that um after chemo um generally you're really drugged up so um on the funny side I would always laugh when I go back and look at my um live posts and I would question myself who allowed me to to get my phone (laughs) who gave me my phone but at the same time you know my family was like you took it yourself or you might have been in a room by yourself, you know, so that's the humorous part of it. But um, some of those times when um, the chemo, the first one is, OK, this is I don't know what to expect.
1: Right. right.
3: And the second one, those chemo starts setting in and actually working within the body. Um For example, my chemos were always on a Wednesday. On a Thursday, I had to go back and get a Nulesta shot where they would shoot me. Um, Generally, um, I have a port, but I would allow them to shoot me in my stomach Mm -hmm. because, you know, I wanted to switch off where you are injecting me with whatever it is you're injecting me. And then I would go from side to side. And generally, on that Friday is when I would go to my low point, and it's called ground zero. Mm -hmm. And the very first time I didn't understand, I'm like, okay, what is going on with my body? Um, And at that time, it's the steroids. Basically, they pump you with these steroids. So you're like, hey, I can take on the world. I can do this. But then when when those steroids exit your body, you're at a very low point. Um, the first few times, the very first time I can tell you, I remember just like yesterday um, when I had that, and it was exactly on December the 29th, 2017, because I had my first chemo December the 27th. That Friday I was so low that no one could reach me. So what I would do, I was just that low, I was on the floor. Uh, my caregivers came in to the room. They're like, you're okay? And I was like, yes. But I couldn't explain what was taking control. You know, my emotion, everything. I, I couldn't control that. So what I did is i allow it to control me just for that moment. But while I was there, there was no place, no place. I'm sorry. There was no one that could reach me but God. Mm-hmm. I just said, that's my point where there's just God and myself Uh, at this place. And and the mere fact that I can't get any lower was good, was a positive to me. And also, um, I turned it around and said, hey, I do yoga on the floor. So Mm -hmm. right now, it's just one of these things that I'm just on the floor, and this is the most comfortable position for me. I don't care. You could have a million-dollar bed. At that time, that million-dollar bed couldn't do anything for you. The floor Mm -hmm. is where I gained that comfort, And that's where I was supposed to be, um, even with my mindset, my emotions, just the way I was feeling. But at the same time, I wasn't in any pain. But Mm. you couldn't help me. No one could do anything. Nothing could excite me. You know, a puppy, the caregivers had a puppy, the puppy would scratch on the door, the puppy would come in, and what I would do is just rub the puppy. So basically, those puppies can be therapeutic. And I attended a workshop in the past and whereas they had the pets there and they were very therapeutic. So those are the times when I can really relate to people. Um, And there's times when people say, do you cry? I've never cried. I have never gone in a corner and just cried like, oh, my goodness, woe is me or any of that. No, I cry when you guys do. Little sweet and thoughtful things for me. I cried so much. I
1: remember you cried when um, uh, uh, Loki. He did the shoot for the Witcher
3: Sister. The photo that shoot? Was so beautiful. Yeah, I cried. I cried. I have cried. <laughs> I mean, when I walked into that room and just saw everyone, you could just see me just putting my hand over my heart. Like, yeah. my heart is were out to live everyone.
1: you into? I believe you, are you recorded it. Someone recorded it?
3: They were live. Someone okay. was live and uh, someone had taken pictures. Yeah. Uh, there was another photographer taking pictures because mm-hmm. they wanted to capture the moment. One of my sorority sisters captured that moment, and I love that picture. I love that picture because you have to sit back and think, those people, everybody came, a lot of people came from out of town, from different states, for that uh, surprise photo shoot Mm -hmm. that I wasn't aware of. I mean, I knew we were taking pictures, but it was just right after a chemo, and I just had to show up. Mm -hmm. They had brought me my dress. Um, They went to my house, and one of the sorority sisters had taken me to my house and said, okay. These are your shoes you're going to wear. Look, uh, my dresser. This is the jewelry you're going to wear. They chose everything. Did my makeup. We didn't guess what? The only thing we had to worry about was my hair. (laughs) But it's okay. So, but no, they did the full makeover. Um, So I just knew it was just a photo shoot just with a few, you know. Mm -hmm. But then they said, okay, you need to go rest. Because I'm like, guys, I'm not giving you all the energy because I'm right after chemo. I'm tired. They're like, you're fine. I said, bring me an insurer. They brought me an insurer. They gave me, you know, some of the supplements that I needed to get through. Um, After that, they had me to go in another room to kind of unwind and play with the kids. Mm -hmm. Everyone know Miss Liz loved the babies. So a couple of them had their babies in there. And I played with the babies while they were getting the room set up, Mm -hmm. you know, unknown to me that it was a bigger photo shoot with more people and what have you. So when I walked into that room. I think I was fussing first. I know I was. For the simple fact, I said, why is that ladder in this room? You know, not knowing that the photographer is going to be on top of the ladder to take the picture of everyone in the room that's shaped in the ribbon and everyone that's wearing pink. That right there, man, priceless. That was so
1: beautiful. Yes. That was so beautiful.
3: And the picture was amazing. Oh, like yeah. I said, it was just picture perfect. You know, it's yeah. one of those. It's what you see is what you get.
1: Definitely. Yes. Definitely. So. And congratulations to being featured on her magazine of yes. Jefferson oh, City.
3: thank you. <laughs> Can you go a little
1: into the uh, process of that? Sure.
3: Um, yes. What happened is, um, um, like I said, I, by me just recently being diagnosed and I've just been supporting people in the past. um, They have an issue finding people of color, women Mm -hmm. of color. And with me just being live and just networking with different people in the community, um, one thing led to another. Um, Generally, there's breast cancer community when any female in the um, Jefferson City or maybe it's the central Missouri area Mm -hmm. diagnosed with breast cancer, regardless of their pay salary, um, they they automatically give the person five hundred dollars. So one of the persons um, that's the chair works at Dreams to Reality, and that's a place where women can go um, and get clothing. Um, They basically just try to help women out, but they wanted to sponsor me. Mm -hmm. So they asked me to come in. They was like, hey, we're going to give you a couple of outfits. Can you go and speak on our behalf and say, hey, you know, I'm dressed by, you know, they want me to represent them or market them um, Dreams to Reality. So there was another person that was helping me with my outfits, was also a breast cancer survivor. And she just basically asked me, hey, are you interested in modeling for, um, you know, breast cancer? I think it's called stretcher style in Mm -hmm. December. I'm like, Sure. You know, I model for uh, Council of Clubs every mm. October, which I'll be doing on the 25th of this month. That's okay. one of my many different things. Okay.
1: <laughs> we'll tell people to check that out.
3: Okay. Right. So um, just one thing led to another. Mm. So once I was connected with the coordinator of um, the stretcher style in December, I believe it's December the 10th, and it's all cancer survivors. Right, right. Uh, Once I was connected with her— Um, Basically, they said this issue of her, we're going to do breast cancer survivors for um, the month of September and October. And they selected different. Maybe three or f- three or four, which, yeah, mm-hmm. I made four. And she asked me if I can show up for a photo shoot, n- not knowing that it was going to be the c- on the cover of a magazine. So they didn't even tell you? I uh, know. Did I didn't they- know until I got there. Wow. And I'm like, oh, hey, gosh, OK, why? Me. What are we doing? What is this photo shoot? You yeah. know, why are we doing this so early if the event is not until December? Yeah. And they said, oh, we are going to do a feature story on you. Really, you know <laughs> like, okay, and right. but um, but the good thing about it is, and one thing about it is I saw the hair magazines, I've been on it before with link University cheerleaders mm-hmm. or just other just things around campus. I often said, "Man, I need to reach out to them because I want to share my story." I didn't even have to reach out to them because the way things worked out, they reached out to me. So I said, wow, this was right. You know, I'm doing things right. You know, when things start happening, you know, that you can't control, then, you know, okay, you're on track.
1: And I think, I believe it it was definitely in line with your attitude. Okay. You, you you, you set that standard of the attitude that you was going to have the day Mm -hmm. you found out. Exactly. And God, you know, I mean, it was of God. Yes. He he just, all right, well, we got to start rearranging some things and have things <laughs> fall in, in order and in place. And I think that once again, that's just, it was really beautiful. And yeah. continued you continued to um, impact more people through the magazine. Yeah. Wow,
3: I'm learning that. You yeah. know, like I said, when I do things, it's not uh, well, I'm going to do this so somebody can do this for me. I'm right, going. Right, right. That's never my intentions. You know, yeah. I'm doing it. Okay, I'm just volunteering. Yeah. You know, my yeah. free spirit. Like you need me. Okay. How can I help you? You know, one of those type of things, not knowing, like, you inspire me. What? You know, I mean, with this journey, so many people all over the world. Mm -hmm. I have had things sent to my P.O. box, and I had to sometime go on Facebook to see who is this person friends with because of the simple fact, I'm like, okay, who is this person? Right, or right. if they ask for your address, I'm like, okay, it's P.O. Box two two five two Jefferson City, Missouri six five one zero two. I'll give that mm-hmm. freely, you know, because it's going to the post office. Right, right. But then when I get it, I don't recognize the name, so I have to kind of go back on Facebook or Instagram <laughs> to look at their name right. to see <laughs> who is this person connected to, and then I will call the person. Do you know? Yeah. Well, I just want to tell you this person sent me this. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, I was getting something every week for three months. And I still can say, I can not even keep up. I still have unopened cards possibly some gifts, charge it to the head, not to the heart, you know, for, for the listeners. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to get around to it, but it's just, you know, that fight was so intense at that time. You know, I basically was, you know, fighting and going through the chemo, the treatments Mm -hmm. and everything. And, trying to rest and still work mind you I continue to work yes, and everything yeah, we, you yeah, know was continue to work yeah,
0: I know, um, one student in particular I don't know what her name was but I'm going to mention it anyway uh-huh. but I remember being in class one day and she was like you know Miss is still here working she needs to be resting mm-hmm. and everything and I was just like she loves us and everything. Exactly. I did agree that you did need to be resting and uh-huh. everything yeah. but I did realize like at the end of the day she loves us and she's not going to let us you know fall to the wayside and everything so Like through your journey, how has your perspective changed on life?
3: Man, life is so precious. I mean, it's always been precious, Mm -hmm. but now I have to take the time and enjoy the flowers, Mm -hmm. to whereas now, um, You know how sometimes you might be lenient on working or not taking Mm -hmm. the lunch Mm -hmm. break. Mm -hmm. Now I try to instill in myself, hey, you know, let me come in and just work like everyone else. Let me work the eight to five. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me take a lunch. Let me take a break. Let me leave. You know, let me enjoy that. Let me try and enjoy or learn the new normal. Gotcha. There's plenty of times I would be here late hours. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter, which I enjoy what I do when you enjoy what you do. You know, you're not keeping time or keeping Mm -hmm. watch on that. So um, I enjoy what I do. So I'm passionate. I love you all. I mean, I love Link University. I know it's more to Link University. It is. So now I'm at the point. My perspective is that, hey, I want to do something. I'm just ready to do it. You know, you know, in moderation and what have you. And so now I have a pink sister. And another thing, too, I neglected to mention Um, when I was going through this after my second chemo, I prayed to God. I'm like, Lord, can you please send me someone that I can go through this journey with? So that way you can have someone that can understand. And believe it or not, in my inbox, when I went to sleep in my inbox was a person that was struggling. Someone, one of her sorority sisters told her to reach out to me and I'm here today to tell you that Dorlita D. Adams and I are the best of pink. Cancer Sisters. Oh, so I'm amazing. an AKA, and she's a um, Delta. So wow. we are wow. working, and then we're in the process of starting our foundation uh, and everything together. Right. So God answered prayers. Yes. Through this journey, he knows what you need when you need it. Most yes.
1: definitely. Mm-hmm. And and how do you think this has impacted the ladies, uh, the AKs, like on campus, just around you?
3: Um, They were affected emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, there were so many times. Times um, Initially, when I got the diagnosis, I was crying with everyone. It didn't matter, male or female. Mm -hmm. Um, If you were crying, I understand. You know, I'm sad with you. You know, I know it's it's me and it's my body. But Mm -hmm. I also want you to know that I am ready to fight like I have never fought before in my life. So I try to share that with them. But I shared those tears with them. But like I said, I tell them don't have tears of sorrow for me because just because you have a cancer diagnosis, that doesn't mean you have a death diagnosis because I instilled in myself and in my mind, I speak life. And I speak it more.
1: You got to. Yes. I speak more abundantly.
3: Yes. So
1: most definitely. And I and we thank you for going public with it, because I know one of the worst things in the world was dealing with people's fears that they project off onto you.
3: Exactly. Especially
1: when you know they're young and all of that like it's um my mom, one of the worst things in the world for her. Um well, she she had to she had to be strong for me, exactly. of course. Mm-hmm. Um because she didn't know if she was going to be here. Exactly. Um, the first time exactly. and then she was. Uh-huh. Um and then <laughs> Excuse me, it's okay. <laughs> um, it's okay. In the end, you know, when I got into high school, mm-hmm. you know, she um, she, she felt, you know, when it came back the second time, mm-hmm. she was so afraid that she wasn't going to be here from my mm-hmm. high school graduation. And she didn't want to keep it from me, but she didn't want me to fear for her. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We and understand. Like I really, really appreciate you not hiding that from the students, the yeah. faculty, no one. Like you, you stay strong for us. Like, I had I, to. I love you for that. I love yeah. you too. Yeah,
3: and I, I understand. You. I understand, guys. Yeah, this this is a room full of tears right now, <laughs> but this is transparency at its best because since I've gotten this diagnosis I realized how many people have been affected by it and have kept it silent and um and to be honest I was upset because these people that have had it I felt they could have helped me but at the same time I turned around and said I can't be mad at them and I'm not mad at them it was just a you know just a moment i just had right, that moment right, like right. well, you supposed to be helping me yeah. and then it turned around no they're not supposed to be helping me yeah. i'm supposed to help them yeah and <laughs> in, and in turn that's how it had turned out to whereas yeah. i end up helping people that Absolutely. have had it before and they've yeah. come full force and they have told me and they've shared with me you help me right you know um there was times Where people would generally say, I'm a private person. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I understand. I respect that. But please respect me for not being private with this. I choose and I chose to make this journey live and public for a reason because I want people to see what it looks like, now people can go back to see what chemo looks like. Yeah. You know, and it helps them. It's like, okay, it might not be that bad, or it might be bad, but I understand right, right, where right. my dad is, or where my mom, or where my grandmother was to those who lost that fight. Yeah. So basically, it's there to help people. Yeah, you know, educate again. people, show people, and bring awareness. This oh, it's life. real. You,
1: you can't really you can't really hide that aspect uh-huh. of life, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it's going to It's going to happen regardless. Yeah. And I
0: just remember, you know, I lost my grandmother when I was nine years old. And my grandmother, hers went, like, really fast. Like, she, I want to say it was around the end of March, around, like, March 29th, March 30th. And my grandmother died April 19th. So that was, like, two weeks. So I remember my mom just, like, really going through it and her not really telling us because we're young. And everything, and I just remember just like my grandma going through chemo, she wasn't getting better from that. Mm-hmm. So I know for me, I connect chemotherapy and radiation like if you have radiation like you're kind of done at that point because that's how it was for my grandmother and I know ever since then like um I've always tried to educate myself on that Mm -hmm. and everything because I just remember like my grandmother going really fast and it was just like I remember coming home from school and my mom and dad were like um your grandmother passed and it was just like really hard because that was I miss her and everything, mm-hmm. and I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, I really didn't get to grow up with her mm-hmm. and everything, but I know she's in a better place. Exactly. She's not suffering anymore, mm-hmm. and I know, like, you know, she's proud of me. She and is. But it was, I think it still gets to me just how fast she went mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everything, because that wasn't even really a month. That was, like, two weeks mm-hmm. and everything, so when I see... I keep going back to your journey. That's okay. That's okay. But when I see it, it makes me so happy that you're willing to share that Mm -hmm. with us Mm -hmm. and everything and just educate people.
3: Definitely,
1: Mm -hmm. definitely. And, you know, once again, we just thank you for that because um, people, they they feel alone, mm-hmm. you know, they feel like people don't get it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Well what's the point, you know, of yeah. talking mm-hmm. about it and um my mom she is definitely listening um to this and she um she she I know like later on when we talk like she's She's going to have a lot to say. You know, <laughs> I will too. She, uh-huh. She's definitely going to appreciate this because she's definitely wanted that encouragement or that push to exactly. impact more people now that she's <laughs> yeah. been a survivor two times. Exactly. Yeah, you
3: know, um, that, that right there, I really honor those women yeah. that goes through it twice. And I'm just like, oh, Lord. Oh Lord. You know, yeah. I think, you know, yeah. I, to be honest, I'm yeah. like, Lord, am I going to get it again? What can yeah. I do to prevent it from coming again? Yeah. And what have you? But I wouldn't do anything different.
0: Most yeah. definitely. Most you definitely. know,
3: because I wouldn't do anything different. I'll just try to say, well, how can I prevent it? You right. know. Yeah. But I. You know, I pray to God that I've gone through everything and preventive so I can share. I'm going to share regardless as to what I'm going through and what I have to go through. So people know. And so people are aware. And a lot of times I hate to say it, you know, and I don't know if this was your grandmother case, but I hear of a lot of women when they tell me people died of cancer, you know, it's really hard for people to say that to me. Mm -hmm. But then when they say it, generally, that's the question. Like, did they catch it in time. And a lot of times it's, we're not going to get checked. We Mm -hmm. have to go and get checked guys. We have to, because early detection is best. If you can catch it at stage one and two, that's awesome. You know, I'm not saying God can't heal you from stage three or stage four. He can do anything but fail. But at the same time, early detection is best. And a lot of times I've heard that they didn't catch it in time. Yeah, they they you ignored know? it.
1: They didn't want to deal with it. And it's, it's interesting because we really work really hard and we're mm-hmm. constantly under stress. Exactly. And um, that's a big... I mean, you know, like, could you kind of go into that, too, from what you've been Mm -hmm. told by the doctor?
3: Um, They said um, because I sit back and think, you know, how did I get this? And it could have been stress, you Mm -hmm. know, because people like, is it in the food? Is it Mm -hmm. this? Because it's not in my family. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, I'm the first one in my family to be diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, So I began to say, well, you know, maybe it could be stress. And the stress because, as you guys know, if you you know, you know read the article, I was in my doctoral program. Mm-hmm. I've been in the doctoral program for the last three years to where I completed the EDS, the educational specialist degree. Right, right, and I had right. just taken my last doctoral class. <laughs> and um, I had three deaths in the family. No, two at the mm-hmm. time. My aunt died last year. And within 10 days, my uncle. So mm-hmm. brothers and sisters passed. Mm-hmm. So we were dealing with a death, a death, and then my diagnosis. So my family got hit really hard from uh, October through through into December. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, with my journey, okay, now it's like, okay, we have to be here to support her. And I thank God for my family, the ones that got on that highway and came and was at Every chemo with me. And for all of those that offered their love and support, their prayers, the food, um, I had so much support that um, I had to begin to ask people, can I take a rain check? You know, (laughs) some of the people I haven't even utilized their support yet, but I appreciate the support and I appreciate the prayers and everything, you know, and I still solicit them. You know, I walk up to people and it amazes me. And so people walk up to me and say, "Hey, Liz." Liz Mara, right? And I'm like, "Yes." They're like, "I'm your Facebook friend." And I'm like, "Awesome." <laughs> or they'll say, "I don't know you, but I follow you oh, and I'm yeah. friends with this person. Can I take a picture with you?" I'm like, "Sure." You know, <laughs> you just never know the type of emotion, so Basically, I have to keep myself and carry myself to where, you know, I'm on live at all times. Mm-hmm. So I want people to see that, you know, what you're seeing live is really how I am. Not right, that I'm right. live and then I'll go and i become this mean and this nasty mm-hmm. person. I'm like, no, I'm always smiling. Yeah, Even right. if I'm crying, I'm <laughs> yeah. like,
2: I'm OK. Yeah. I'm yeah. OK.
3: You know, right. you know, I'm still give me a moment, you know, yeah. give me a minute. Like on all the interviews, the news interviews and what have you. like just give me time you know Mostly, and I'm like mm-hmm. okay look at my nails look at my toenails and I'm sorry I put those disclaimers out there on social media <laughs> I just want to let you know this cancer ain't cute okay right, notice right. I said cancer ain't cute yeah. it's not but it's so.
1: it's the world we're living in now and you gotta it's you gotta so be kind. willing to go through it mm-hmm, you gotta mm-hmm. be willing to not look cute all the time exactly lie, you, know, like you want to beat it
3: exa- and it's a different type of cute yeah it could be oh you look like an orphan cute, you know, or yeah, something yeah. like that, or alien cute, you know yeah, what I mean? Those yeah, type of things. Yeah. It's just like, because I go back and I'm like, I'm just a smiling, I'm like look at me! <laughs> and my mom just kissing on my bald head or my family just rubbing and just loving on me. So at that time I didn't feel how I was looking, Mm -hmm. you know, because of all the love and the support that I had gotten. You know, when I go back and look, I'm like, whoa! (laughs) You know, (laughs) but but I have to show people from whence I've come. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: and it goes back to that attitude. The attitude Mm -hmm. that you had, you may not have looked like that, but ultimately... (laughs) The universe God and it just it's like, all right, we're gonna put have you look how you
3: felt. Exactly, you know, exactly, yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's just been
0: amazing to just really see your journey and just I keep saying it, just how open you are about it and willing to educate people about oh, it. Yes, like you said, it may not, you know, have run in your family, but cancer doesn't discriminate. Exactly. Right. And I think right. um one thing that can be learned through the whole conversation is we as black people mm-hmm. have to do better.
1: we to the doctor and getting checked up and just making sure our health is all right talking Mm -hmm. about things that bother us exactly things in our body that Mm -hmm. may seem off that we may not necessarily want to express because through your process you gave your disclaimer yes but you let people know this is what it looked like Mm -hmm. you know this Mm -hmm. is what it's gonna be but you know you weren't ashamed of that and there are people that have noticed different things about their bodies you Mm -hmm. know but they don't they don't have that you know um Tenacity. courage almost mm-hmm. or just they just feel like people won't understand mm-hmm. um, but you can't go through it alone though you got to go oh no
3: it's people. so much support out there yeah. oh man yeah. it's support and it's some support financially yeah. um like most of it, I didn't qualify. I think I, you know, I'm I'm gainfully employed right, and right. I have the insurance here. Right. I'm sure there's better insurance, there's worse insurance, but the f- mere fact that I have the insurance to, yeah. whereas, um, a lot of things just bypass me, you know, right. I didn't have to worry about, you know, right, yeah, right. I still have bills, you know, and everything. It hit me in the pocket, right. you know, <laughs> so I'm not shopping as much and what have you, but you know, by the grace of God, I maintain it, Most definitely. you know, and like I said, I'm looking, I'm so passionate about helping people mm-hmm. um, to where I can just do anything that I possibly can. And right, another thing, right. too, I want to tell people um, before we end, I'm not sure how close we're we getting to the end. Um, um, Smoothie King. Smoothie King uh, and their smoothies, they are now embracing American Cancer Society. They have a warrior smoothie. Um, If you like peanut butter, that's what that smoothie tastes like, believe it or not. But there's other smoothies there. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I just finished drinking an apple kiwi kale with spinach. Yes, Mm -hmm. I'm pubbing Smoothie King. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, um, it worked. It It helped me with my numbers and everything. And then if you was to ask me what was the one thing I regret... Mm -hmm. um, Listening world, I regret, and especially at the Lincoln University family, if you can, or students, I regret not having the AFLAC cancer insurance. Mm. Anyone that's listening to the sound of my voice, please check out. And at Lincoln University, AFLAC has a cancer representative that's here that I met with um, this week. Mm. That I encourage you all to talk to that rep. Uh, Anyone outside of Lincoln University, you can feel free to reach out to me. Um, That cancer insurance, supplemental insurance policy is phenomenal. How can they reach you? What's your social media? Um, On social media, (laughs) on Facebook, I'm under my name, Liz, L-I-Z. Morrow, M-O-R-R-O-W. Okay. Uh, and if you're on Instagram, I'm at um, Alpha Yoda 10, which is A-L-P-H-A-I-O-T-A, the number 10, 10.
1: Got you, got okay. you. Well, you guys heard it. That's yeah. that, yeah.
3: <laughs> and for those of you that are listening, I will be mentioning this uh, attitude poem in some of my speeches because it's been so inspirational. So can I um, end with this? Okay, it's called, um, this poem I'm sharing with you is called Three Hairs. It's a humorous story about always having a positive attitude, and the author is unknown. There was once a woman who woke up one morning, looked in the mirror, and noticed she had only three hairs on her head. Well, she said, I think I'll braid my hair today. So she did, and she had a wonderful day. The next day she woke up, looked in the mirror, and saw that she only had two hairs on her head. Hmm, she said, I think I'll part my hair down the middle today. So she did, and she had a great day. The next day she woke up, looked in the mirror, and noticed that she had only one hair on her head. Well, she said, today I'm going to wear my hair in a ponytail. So she did, and she had a fun, fun day. The next day, she woke up, looked in the mirror, and noticed that there wasn't a single hair on her head. Yay, she exclaimed. I don't have to fix my hair today.
1: <laughs> so, and that literally embodies your attitude. <laughs> yes,
3: and that was me. Um, I was bald bold and beautiful.
1: Yes. And <laughs> still are. Thank you. <laughs> and we thank you so, so much. much for just coming and talking to the TM Bonnet Lincoln University and Mo community and just uh letting people know what type of attitude we have here at the school. How uplifting we all are and, and just, we're just a family
2: We are. Exactly. We
3: really are. We yeah. really are. Even in even in our moments, you know, right. we right. embrace each other right. with whatever was everyone was going through and what have you
1: (laughs) and also embracing too what god's plan may be oh exactly you know uh, for those who are uh, cancer survivors twice as odd as this may sound it may be within his plan for him to choose you um because you have people to impact exactly people when you're going through these things you have to have people around you because they give you purpose Mm -hmm. Uh, you got to be around for them and you can inspire them you know my mom for example she is my biggest rock
3: Exactly. She's a warrior. Yes. She is a warrior. Yes. Two-time warrior. Yes. Yes. So
1: So. so we just, we keep this attitude and and we thank you for you radiating that attitude to us and just showing us what it looks like publicly on Facebook and all. So... Thank you so much, Miss Lady yes, Marlowe. This you. is so much. Thank delightful. you. You
3: guys are welcome anytime. Um, and for those of you, I gave you my social media. Yes. Uh, follow me. I have so many events uh, for the rest of. <laughs> I have like three events this weekend. Um, then the following week, I have three or four events, so I'm going to be busy. Right. So, yes. And I'm maxed out on friends, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Charge it to the head, not to the heart, but you can right. always still follow me because right. everything is public, and then yeah. you can always inbox me, message me, and right, those type right, of things. Right, right, right. And I, I want to
1: say, too, with you being an AK, you brought so much more meaning to just what the color pink
3: means oh, yes. in the
1: organization. That day. pink
3: is elevated to another level. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry for all the other Greek affiliated, those women, because uh, right. my um, pink sister and those that are Deltas mm-hmm. or Zetas right. or Sigma Gamma Rho, right. that's okay. Pink is a girl color anyway, most so look at it that way. We'll look definitely. at it that way, but right. it's just elevated yeah. to another yeah. level God for me. God told you
1: to
0: impact
1: daykays even more with that.
3: Exactly, so and so then um, my number Ends in pink, too, for those that know me. (laughs) The last four digits of my number is pink, so that pink has just been around for years. So, yes. So all right. thank you. Thank you so much for <laughs> being
1: with us. We uh once again she gave you guys her social media. Check her out. And just thank you all for uh, uh joining us in this conversation and You're stuff listening. too. Yes, and um just being open to different people's experiences and uh yeah, just seeing what we have to offer on Lincoln University. Thank you so much for coming and listening thank to you. us.
3: And I also have to thank my mentor, Tammy Dunn. Oh, yeah, yeah. she to has her. been. Yeah, shout out to Tammy Dunn and to, uh, of course, my best friend, my mom, my number one cousin, my brother, Herman Hobson, everyone knows, Hoppy Man. Um, and then to the students, to everyone that supported me, I have to. But uh, first and foremost, my caregivers, the Scroggins, the Greaves. Um, and if anyone that I'm missing out, please charge it to the head, not to the heart, because I'm just doing <laughs> this quick shout out. Right, right. But um, to God gets the glory. And yes. my church families, both of yes. my church family so yeah Yeah. I want to give that and to the Link University administrators oh my god my staff oh they really just helped me through it and like I said, you know, you guys, and thank you for accepting me even when I came out and I had the mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I could kept could, you know, couldn't be around people. I thank you and I love you and I can't thank you enough. And just stay tuned for more to come because just yes. know that uh, Miss Liz is gonna give back.
1: Oh definitely. <laughs> she started with TM
0: Bonnet. Right. To right. I'm this. gonna like, give like, back.
3: I'm gonna give back even more. <laughs> <laughs> just, just wait
0: for it. Right. <laughs> All right, y'all. So let's get into these um. HBCU <laughs> confessions um, they were particularly funny to me uh, this week it was just one the thread just had dead so that's all we're going to say alright so Malik
1: you go ahead and read yours alright so the first one we have me and this guy recently started hanging out and we both are feeling each other but he has a child and I honestly don't want to okay but he has, errors. but he has a child, and I honestly don't want to deal with the baby mama drama. What do I do? That is from AAMU. Well, I have. What does AAMU stand for? All right, that is from AAMU. All
0: right, so I have some devil's advocate advice for you, young mm-hmm. lady, whoever you are. Um, my first advice is, I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, me personally, I don't think I could be in a relationship with a man. Who has kids already Mm -hmm. for the simple fact that um, some women will try to break up. Let me not even say that. I just feel like I couldn't date a man who has kids already and it has nothing to do with being insecure or anything like that. It's just um, if a man isn't taking care of his kids, I don't think I could stay in that relationship and encourage that and if it's any ill will or toxicity between the father and the baby mama, I wouldn't want to be a part of that either. So I understand where you're coming from. Now on the flip side of things, y'all've been talking, y'all've been dating, and you know that this man had a child beforehand. Mm-hmm. It looks kind of messy that you're waiting until feelings
1: are involved. Mm-hmm. To decide well I don't want to be with you because
0: what kind of comes off
1: insensitive yeah. um, I will say honestly if it's really about you not knowing if you can balance out I'm pretty sure you're in school not balance out your academics mm-hmm. you know uh, you focused on graduating um, and a relationship with a man with kids then don't do it right you know not everybody can do it uh, you maybe need to be honest a little sooner with right. that um, communication right 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 um, but, yeah, I mean, if, if you can't deal with it, sometimes you got to be a little selfish at this early stage in our young development of our careers and all of that and just move on. You know, right. maybe you guys aren't ready for each other right now. Maybe later on you will be. Because right. I will say men develop a lot slower as far as their maturity. That's why they don't need to be out here just, you know, having women popping out their kids like this. All right.
0: So let's get into this next confession. Is
1: do I read it- mine or do you read yours?
0: We bounce back Okay, forth. go ahead. But since I have three and you have oh, two, okay, I'm going gotcha. to read this one. You'll gotcha, read yours gotcha. and then it'll be two for me that I read. Got gotcha, you. Okay. Okay, so this next confession. Is it weird that over the summer I met with my ex and we made out? He wanted to go down on me, but at the moment I realized my feelings for him went away. I wanted my boyfriend after that. Bethune-Cookman University. Hmm. I'm going to just say this and I'm going to keep saying it. Do not get in relationships if you feel like you need options. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to the person that you're in a relationship with. If you're gonna run back to your ex, stay with him because it's don't cheat. All right, and if you're gonna cheat, stay single. That's all I gotta say.
1: All right. Well, there's that. Okay. So, this one's um, a little controversial, but, you know, we're about to get into it. Um, y'all get letters and forget whose shoulder you cried on after getting that butt tore up. Also forget how we was putting Tiger Bomb on that fanny, too. That's from Langston. I don't know what Tiger Bomb is, but... It was something that was soothing that fanny <laughs> when, when it was crying.
0: But, um... I definitely think that is um, a very, very relatable confession mm-hmm. to a lot of people for the simple fact that even between me and Malik, we know people who have crossed mm-hmm. kind of switched up a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um, I think this is a female that's probably feeling some type of way uh, or maybe a guy to a female, uh, but it could be a female that's feeling some type of way about a dude, you know, that was coming, crawling to her room crying. And just like women, black women throughout throughout, history, um, mending the scars of black men, you know, it's, it's uh, frustration being expressed in that sense. So I think, um, yeah, I, I think it, it kind of comes with the territory mm-hmm. of that, but I will say this, let them be on their high for as long as they can be. Let them do what they want to do, because eventually they got to come off cloud nine and then they're going to be once again. It's the real world. Right. And then once again, they'll probably still be crawling to your door. Right. You know. All right. So these next two confessions, this one
0: says, my girl has broke up with me for four. My girl has broke up with me four times within the last month for no reason. I treat her great. Then she begs me back the next day. I take her back, but I'm trying to figure out why she does this. I ask her why she says she has a chemical imbalance and maybe is bipolar. Should I believe her? Don't know where this school is, but we're just going to say anonymous. Um, I'm going to say that people tend to use mental illness as a crutch and they don't take it as seriously. I'm not, I don't know this young lady or whatever but I don't think if she had a mental illness it would be like this Mm -hmm. but if it's becoming a problem for you young man I think it's best you leave her
1: and save your peace of mind yeah, once again, that's not something you have to necessarily deal with unless you want to deal with it. Right. Because some of us men, we love the crazy women. Mm-hmm. We like the crazy, you know. Uh, whether that's, you know, she popping the tires off of your car, you know, breaking your windows, whatever. Um, you know, damn near claiming ownership over your physical anatomy. Uh, but, you know, some some guys like that. And I think for him, it's more so a choice. You don't have to deal with that. I feel right. like you want to. All right, so this um, last confession, Mm -hmm.
0: I'm going to try not to laugh while I'm reading it. But it says, I am an AKA, but I've always, I am an AKA, but I've always wanted to pledge DTS. (laughs) But my mom and aunts are AKA's. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) All right. I am an AKA, but I've always wanted to pledge DTS. But my mom and aunt are AKAs and my dad is an alpha. They'd be devastated if I pledged anything else anonymous. First question. Um
1: Girl, what is DTS? there the, ain't there a comment in there? No, just, what, leave the comment. I didn't get the comment.
0: Huh? I didn't get the comment. But anyway, um, girl, I don't you think didn't you want to be shot that comment? I know what it is. So you're gonna talk about it? Yeah. Okay. Um, young lady, whoever you are, um, for one, you shouldn't make decisions based on what your family thinks of you. Most definitely. Um, I don't think you want to be a member of DTS. Um, DTS deals with alcoholism and <laughs> I'd be <laughs> devastated <laughs> as well. Honestly, I'd be very. And alcohol withdrawal. So I think what you meant is DST. Right. All right but uh yeah don't let your family influence you know decisions or they because clearly, you wanted to do something else yeah. but you've already you're from the confession you've all you're already in the organization so it's
1: kind of too late to even you know she ain't in the divine eye that's for sure. <laughs> so i don't know where she is. all right there. so that
0: That concludes this week's episode of Tea and Bonnets. We hope you guys
1: enjoyed everything that we had to say. Thank you for listening to our interview with the bold, beautiful Beautiful survivor, Survivor Miss Liz. And we just thank you once again for all of our Tea and Bonnet. new members to our community um for just tuning in and listening to what we have to say uh sticking with us in uniting the link university community um always remember every move you make it is and it has an impact and it is always inspiring someone regardless if you know that or not um Thank you guys for helping us get to our fifth episode. We are making moves next Sunday to possibly get a Jeff City representative yes. in the studio. Yes. So, so look forward to So stay tuned for that. Yes. The forecast is showing some cold weather coming in, guys, so make sure to keep those bonnets on. And the mug's ready
0: because the tea will be hot. Catch y'all next week. Peace.